Finding a service solution that helps you keep customers happy can feel impossible. Just like trying to remember the name of that guy you literally just met at a networking event. HubSpot's all-new Service Hub can help, with the service solution part at least. It brings service and success together on one powerful platform, with an AI-powered help desk and chatbot to handle your frontline tickets, so you can scale support and drive retention and revenue. Visit HubSpot.com service to learn more. Happy Friday, everyone. It's February 23rd. I'm John Wigel here with Ben Berkeley, and this is The Hustle Daily Show. Today, we're summing up this week in four ridiculous stories. There's some updates about our favorite celebrities, Salt Bay and Machine Gun Kelly, as well as Spirit Airlines creating a Nintendo plane and a middle school out in Tallahassee gaining an eSports lab worth over $500,000. Weird week, huh? We'll chat about all that in a bit, but first, let's give you the hits and headlines today across business and tech. Coming up first, BuzzFeed has just sold Complex. The media brand had bought it for about $300 million in 2021 to e-commerce platform Network for $108.6 million, and it's reducing its workforce by 16%. Network said that the deal will allow it to create a, quote, next-generation content and shopping experience. Uh, Ben, after spending a heck of a lot of time in the editorial industry, what are your thoughts on this change-up? Uh, My thoughts are, oh no. (laughs) I mean, that's just like a current way that I think about every media headline I see. It's a rough business. I will say, obviously, if you're buying something for 300 million and then a couple years later dumping it for 100 million, it's not good. No. But then even worse is that press release line that you just read that they're looking to create, quote, a next generation content and shopping experience. That's just like, concocted in like PR hell. Oh yeah. And I keep reading that. And if someone is getting excited about that, I don't know that person. Mm -hmm. I wish them well in this world. Yeah. There's a lot of changes that are going to come because of this. I'm sure Uh, BuzzFeed hasn't been doing great. As we talked about a few months ago, they took out BuzzFeed News is now gone and now Complex is getting shaved off and they lost $200 million on that deal. And yeah, things ain't looking good for media over here, but network gaining complex, I guess if they want to make shopping happen, complex and shoes go together quite well. So maybe that'll do something for them, but we'll see. Next up, Apple's iOS 17.4 update brings an increased encryption level to your iMessage chats to protect against quantum computing attacks, which is a type of breach that has yet to happen. Next, AT&T customers across the country experienced internet and cellular outages on Thursday with 71,000 issues reported by 8 a.m. according to the tracking site Down Detector. Some Verizon and T-Mobile users were also impacted. Ben, what do you make of this service outage? As someone who has been an AT&T customer for well over a decade, a cellular outage, I don't know if that's news. That's just kind (laughs) of like a day of the week. But obviously, I think anytime you have an outage like this that's widespread, for me, it just like sparks a little bit of that fear of, oh God, we are so reliant on these systems all working and the second one goes down, even for a sliver of the population, it's so disruptive. Mm -hmm. I would love to see studies on how much productivity is lost in this country, even for one hour of an outage like this. It's not going to be pretty. Yeah. And we would love for them to never happen again, but Lord knows 
it will happen again and it'll happen again soon and it will also suck. <laughs> Next up, Google paused Gemini's text-to-image generator after the AI tool began producing historically inaccurate images of black Vikings and Nazi soldiers. Google acknowledged that while diversity is a good thing, this was, quote, missing the mark. Yeah, you think. And finally, as we enter tax season, the IRS claims that U.S. millionaires and billionaires evade over $150 billion in taxes every year, something it intends to crack down on with new federal funding. So evaders, beware. Um, ben, not that I'm saying you're one of these billionaires and millionaires, but um, what do you think? Uh, I, I am, obviously. Um, of course. You right. can tell by the old Navy clothes that I am wearing in every <laughs> video room with you. Um <laughs> I think that it must be nice to just live above the law. Mm -hmm. Seems fun. I can't imagine evading a dollar in taxes without having crippling anxiety about that and the consequences it would bring down upon me. I guess we'll maybe see if consequences actually follow. It feels really easy to be jaded about that because consequences so rarely are felt by the top 1%. Absolutely. And on to the main story today. So we're doing something a bit unorthodox this Friday. We're rounding up a bunch of stories in our main segment. These stories come from far and wide and only have in common that they're all, without a doubt, kind of weird. Uh, ben, let's start with Salt Bay's restaurant drama. And I know Salt Bay quite well being Turkish myself, and he's kind of an icon over there whenever I go, and he's got a bunch of restaurants. But sounds like everybody's not exactly enjoying their time at uh, Salt Bay's restaurants nowadays. Yeah, this is an interesting story because it just shows you the major gap between image and reality sometimes. So why this restaurant chain that Salt Bay has, it's not a chain like Applebee's, but we're talking just like a couple very pricey steakhouses. Oh, yeah. I believe they sell one that's $856. Okay. I think their burger's like $300. Wow. We're talking about just some like really over the top kind of stuff here. And these are restaurants, by the way, that collectively made $4.2 million in profit last year. So they're doing well. Yeah. And then there's the strange exposition is the story that their London restaurant has been kind of cutting out the heat. They, you know, obviously say this is energy efficiency and every business of every kind is well within its rights to try to shave off expenses where it can. But it is such a strange story when you're seeing that happen in a place where you're charging people hundreds of dollars for oh a hamburger God. and then cutting the central heat just to like save a couple of dollars. And this really kind of builds on this story where Salt Bay has come under attack for a lot of different practices at his restaurants. Staff have made allegations of tip theft. There's just like a lot of allegations of discrimination. I've seen that people find it very demeaning that he has quote unquote salt boy who just follows him around with a thing of salt. Oh my God. So it just kind of highlights this very optics-based business. And then you just see something that feels like it's really bad optics. I don't know. It just doesn't make sense. It doesn't make a lot of sense. Salt Bay has kind of been the king of bad optics, honestly, in the past few years, because he did at the World Cup, if you remember, just hold the trophy in front of everybody. And it was kind of a mm -hmm. weird moment that nobody really wanted. So I think he's just constantly facing backlash. But, you know, moving on from Salt Bay to another celebrity that is in the news this week. I feel like he's kind of been on the down low, weirdly enough, if he can ever be on the down low, is uh, Machine Gun Kelly. And it's about him getting yet another tattoo, but this one's just like really big. 
Yeah, I think rapper gets new tattoo, not necessarily headline news often. I think this one was particularly interesting. It took 44 needles to complete. It's like kind of just like a blackout type of tattoo that covers up a lot of previous work. I think where it really set off for us is just looking into this world of elite tattoo parlors and artists and how much money they are charging. Oh, yeah. The artist who did Machine Gun Kelly's latest, just for an initial consultation with this artist who's named Rox, that's going to be $500 for an hour. And that's not even covering the actual tattoo, which obviously, you know, we're talking probably could be tens of thousands of dollars. Like you'd have to assume hourly rate is similar to that 500 per hour and something that's taking 44 needles and covering most of your torso. That's going to take a couple hours. Yeah. It'll take some time. And that $500 just for the consultation, which is insane to me. I mean, if you're aiming to have a really good Saturday this weekend, you can go to Salt Bay Steakhouse for an $800 steak and then go get a tattoo over here for $500 an hour. What else are you going to do with the millions that you have evaded in taxes? Maybe, maybe you could also use it to buy an esports lab for a middle school in Tallahassee, perhaps. Oh, that transition. (laughs) Thing of beauty. Because that's another thing we saw this week is that a school in Tallahassee now has a multi-hundred thousand dollar esports lab, which is insane. How did this happen? Yeah, it's under construction now. And I think that what we're seeing is obviously an attempt to find any way to engage children and get them excited (laughs) about learning. And you're not going to be too surprised that in a world where like math class is a thing and history, kids at this middle school, a lot of them said their favorite class is esports. I guess it would probably be mine too. Probably. And so this school is really investing in this. They've got funding. They are currently constructing this esports palace. You know, we're talking a hundred inch flat screen TV and two PlayStation 5s and $50,000 worth of gamer chairs. And so it's really interesting to see how we're going to just change the world of education and where that investment's going. Theoretically, this is like from a district capital improvement fund. So this is going to be probably property tax money going toward this. Are older people in Florida going to end up being okay with this? I'm not really, wouldn't be too positive about that. Probably not. But hey, I guess we got to try to keep kids interested in going to school every day. And if this is what does it, sure, let's sure. spend half a million dollars on an esports lab. The only reason you could ever be mad at this is for jealousy purposes. I am so jealous. I would have loved for my school to have a room where I could just hang out and play video games in and call it education. I mean, like, I'm just mad about that. It would be great to have that. Yeah, it feels like I would have been happier. (laughs) Would I have learned as much? I don't know. Probably not. But I suppose what's more important, happiness or education? Yes. Well, speaking of you being happier, I know that Spirit Airlines doesn't exactly make people the happiest in their travel, but do you think that you'd be happier if, I don't know, Spirit Airlines slapped a Nintendo logo on the side of their plane and you got to sit on a Nintendo World plane? Would that make you happy? Well, I guess I would get a chance to do that. I think this is our last story that we're going to talk about today. You know, in the world of brand partnerships, I guess this actually relatively makes sense that you would have an airline and a theme park team up. Sure. But Spirit and Universal Studios Hollywood are promoting Super Nintendo World. And we see this press release and it's like, there's this really cool first ever Super Nintendo plane. (laughs) And then you look at it and it's 
just like they just put on a Mario decal on a really normal plane. And, you know, it just kind of calls attention. These brand partnerships feel just like everyone's just trying to make noise. And I suppose they did because right. they caught our attention. But at the core of them, they're just usually kind of dumb and nothing. Yeah. And I suppose this one does come with a giveaway for, you know, Universal Studios tickets. But I don't know if it's really a win if you win because then you have to fly on Spirit. That's right. That's right. I mean, when you get inside the plane, you will immediately have your uh, <laughs> expectation shattered, unfortunately. <laughs> I think so. I guess that's the thing is like, we're going to play off all these big things. This is the first ever time this thing's happened. It just never had to happen. No. Like it's so underwhelming. It did not have to happen. It is a flying billboard on a yellow plane that you didn't want to be on anyways. But hey, if somebody gets to go to Universal, good for them. Yeah. And honestly, more Mario, the better in this world. Of course. He makes people happy. Of course. All right, and that'll do it for our roundup today. Thanks for tuning in to the Hustle Daily Show. We're a proud part of the HubSpot Podcast Network. Our editor today is Robert Hartwig, and our executive producer is Darren Clark. We've got a lot more tech and business coverage in our newsletter. If you're not subscribed, go get yourself signed up at thehustle.co slash email, and we'll see you next week. Have a good weekend. Hey, everybody, I got a great podcast to tell you about. It's called Truth, Lies, and Work, and it's brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, the audio destination for business professionals. On this show, you can join husband and wife team Alan, Leanne, Elliot, as they dispel myths, impart wisdom, and answer all your questions about finding, keeping, and motivating great people. They actually just did an episode with John Smith, who is the manager and agent of famous Argentinian soccer player Diego Maradona. He talks about in this episode how he was able to manage the global superstar athlete celebrity that Maradona is and was. It's a great listen. You better get out there and check it out. And you can listen to Truth, Lies, and Work wherever you get your podcasts.